in this match. If it's a war, you can say whatever you want. I thought I was a cult. I didn't know what was going on. The Fed did. I think New York did. One of your executive vice presidents loves that company. It's the first ever finishing move that's exclusive to a promotion. Nothing. We're here on a wonderful Tuesday, right at noon. Well, I mean, you can't fool people like that. If we recorded this right at noon and put it out right at noon, that'd be an impressive feat. That'd be a radio show. That'd be, yes, that would be a radio show. Which we're not. No, that's someone else. No, it is currently Monday at 12, looks like 23 p.m. It is. I can confirm it is 12.23. I'm using the, the old school clock over there. Yeah, well. I can tell time though, so that's that's always good. Another weekend flew by. Yeah, always seems to do so. The yours? I don't even have weekends. You got to work. You stay. You cut down on sleep to watch Takeover Blackpool Two, which yeah, I'm sure you're glad you did. I could have watched it later. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> trying to make conversation here. I hear you. No, I hear. I'm just. What a I'm, weird... v- I'm very annoyed, and you know why I'm very annoyed. Oh I'm, yeah, it's. I'm gonna be very annoyed for like the next two weeks until the I get... next five to fifteen days, or even longer. Once Fanatics, I was to get a refund from Fanatics in December. I still haven't gotten it, so I'm just kind of giving up on that shit. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, you're gonna give me this bitch's number, but uh, it's not hurt. Well, first of all, it's a guy. Yeah, no, no I'm talking about him. I'm talking about him. I'm talking about. Oh, that that customer, sir. They literally just regurgitated what I told them. And now I got this girl mad at me because I had to cancel hers, and now she's all mad at me. It's a whole, it's a whole deal. What a disaster. Yep. We're gonna burn it down when we get there, though. <laughs> if we if we get there, good thing we didn't book our flights yet. It's all I'm gonna say. Cause, I mean, we got a couple options, but if we don't get one of those in time, it's yeah, not looking good. It happened. It happened timing, though. I legitimately paid all my all my debt for the month. Oh, so did I. That morning. So did I. But, dear God, but it was a rather quiet news week, and then two huge stories Yeah. hit right off the bat. Yeah. And one of them I'm assuming we'll be talking for a very, very long time about, and the other one is something that happens all too common nowadays, and we will get to them right after you hear about us talk about Anchor. And, they, and I'm not sure which one you're quite talking about, because either of them could be flipped, honestly. I guess that's true. Uh, well, we'll get it all. We'll get into all of that in just about a minute. So it's just not our day. Not at all. We recorded like twenty minutes of a segment, and then it just crashed, and we lost everything. So we have to record the news again. So if it seems like we're less juvial, or I don't know, we just kind of fly through it faster than we usually would. That's because we are. That's because we are. Um, we're on a schedule, and just nothing keeps going all right. So, to start the news, the next Saudi show will be February 20th. What are your thoughts? I, the, they, I'm indifferent to them at this point. Yeah, um, I'm not a fan of them. But I don't care. They don't, think, they don't care what I think. Um, they're going to do it. I do think that the timing is odd, having it in the middle of the road to WrestleMania, especially when last year the whole tagline for the June show was it's an event that's equivalent or 
better than WrestleMania, which why the fuck would you bury your biggest show? But that's another debate for another time. Dump trucks full of money. Fair enough, I guess. But WrestleMania also gives you dump trucks full of money. Yeah, I guess they, you are right there. WrestleMania is profitable. Yeah, quite. That's what I've heard. Yeah. It's the rumor going around. Can't even get a fucking place to stay in WrestleMania, WrestleMania anymore. Oh, we had one, but Claudio had to come and ruin that shit. Yep, fuck you, Cesaro. Not that Claudio. I, you still did it. You did it twice. Like, it's not funny. I'm very upset about this. It's not funny at all. It sucks. No, it's fucking stupid. It absolutely sucks. Airbnb could lick, lick my left nut. And Claudio could lick the right one. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, but anyway, hopefully that hopefully they'll be smarter um, with the execution of it. Of course, after the last event, there was the whole incident where there was, quote-unquote, a hostage situation, which... I don't know. I don't. I still don't know what happened there. No one knows what happened there. Was the plane really damaged? Who knows? But uh, SmackDown the next night was a shit show because everyone was stuck in Saudi Arabia. And then it became NXT. Yeah, it became a two-hour NXT special. And it turned out to be quite a good show. So, um, yeah, Saudi show, February 20th. Just two weeks before Elimination Chamber. So the build to that will be quite minimal. Unless... I don't know, unless they're building to it and the Saudi show simultaneously. I don't know what they're going to do. I guess we'll have to see. Yeah, there's only one way to figure that out. Yeah. You don't need much build for an, an Elimination Chamber anyway. Well, it's an entire pay-per-view. It's not just an yeah. Elimination Chamber match. But there's, there'll be two of them. So that there's, there's, there's an hour of your pay-per-view right there. Yeah, there's also this little thing called WrestleMania. It's less than a month away. So you might want to book programs that relate to that on the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. So... I don't know. That's just me, though. What's next? Uh, Brian Cage is allegedly signed with AEW All Elite Wrestling. And uh, his wife has disputed it. But what's she supposed to say? Yeah, he signed. Sorry to ruin the surprise debut. Yeah, which is funny. Why this, Are you on it now? Oh, okay. Am I on what? No, I thought, I thought you were looking up that he actually signed. Well, everyone reported that he actually yeah. signed. Well, what do you think is the signature? Because as is for the signature, sign signing, not signature. Uh, Jesus Christ! They uh, they could use someone like him. He looks different than just about everybody else that wrestles there. Yeah, he um, is yoked out of his fucking mind, and but although he is shorter, and but he is just joked out of his mind, and uh, it's not the golden goose that crosses, mm-hmm. but I think it's a good signing for them. Yeah, he could certainly, and like he, he could wrestle that AEW style of I'm of high spot after high spot after high spot. I guess that's technically the NXT style too. It's just the, it's just the style of wrestling in 2020. There's nothing you can really yeah, do about it's it. modern wrestling. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a good signing. I'm I'm curious to see how they bring him in. Um, what his spots gonna be? Because I know we were talking about this more in depth before our shit just decided to stop working. But it's kind of been the same people featured every week on AEW. You said, can I think of a week that the best friends weren't on television in some form or fashion? And honestly, I can't. And that's nothing against the best friends. It's just they have people like Sunny Kiss, who I don't think has been on a single episode of Dynamite, except when she saved, um, when she made the save on Statlander. 
uh, after the whole Nightmare Collective bullshit, which we'll get into in a little bit. Oh, will we get into that? Um, but I think I cannot wait to talk about. that. I think that's been his only appearance on Dynamite. I he's think been, so. He's I been mean, on he dark. The, he's been on dark. He's been on dark. Times. He's had that. Uh, he had a match on Fight Fight for the Fallen. Um, yeah. Uh, Funnily enough, wearing a Jalen Ramsey Jacksonville jersey, how'd that work out did, for them? Did he not come out with the? Uh, he did. He came out with Jackson Deville and the cheerleaders. Yeah, yeah, Jackson Deville. I, it's always funny to me, but uh, yeah, they just have so many people. Uh, you used the word in the last time you did this as bloatation, and it's not which, which we're not sure if it's a word. It's, I don't think it is. I don't think I it is. I understand what you meant. We'll term it now. Uh, expulsion? No, no, no whatever. But uh. I believe that he can fit in, take a nice. Like we said, their mid cards are gonna be the problem, and he can take he can take that spot. Uh, unrelated, but do you think they need a mid card title? Yes, I think they. I think they do. Because you can't have you can't have me only caring about caring caring about one feud. Well, they got the the dynamite. Dozen battle royal ring worth forty two thousand and two dollars. Yeah, worth forty two thousand and two dollars. I don't know if you were aware of that or not. I did, and it's stupid. They should never did it, but go fuck them, bro. This is like so creepy. Like how the internet knows what you're talking about. Like I'm getting ads for Tampa hotel rooms, and I didn't even like search this on this device. That's they are up. they are listening to us. Fucked up. They are like listening to us. But um, anyway, yeah, it's the Brian Cage news. It's a interesting signing. Interesting to see where he falls into place for them. And, yeah, I'm intrigued to see where they go with it. But He's going to join the Dark Order. You know, I would be very interested to see what the Internet's response to that Did would they be. have any defactors yet? Cutler, right? It's not confirmed. They have, the, they have that tag team. Cutler's rumored, but it's not, like, confirmed. Tag team? What's the tag team? Uh, Silver and Reynolds. Oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. They got yeah. them. And there might be one other. There's another person under a mask who hasn't been revealed yet, which a lot of people think is Cutler. Oh, I really fucking stole one there. <laughs> That's Nick Jackson's best friend, bud. Yeah, I know. They stole the the, the, the base template for career wrestler in WWE 2K20. <laughs> but he plays Dungeon and Dragons. That's his character. Oh, God almighty. Fucking Cutler. Not that it gets to him. He's just the most... He's the most planned-ass motherfucker in the history of wrestling. But... Is it the worst case of AW nepotism? More on that later. Oh, no, it's not the worst. I thought it was the worst. But Wednesday really showed me some things. All right, so moving on. Uh, Marty Skrull re-upped with Ring of Honor Wrestling, <coughs> not only as a in-ring competitor, but also, and I think this is the big shock to a lot of people, the lead booker. They gave him the pen. Good for him. Yeah. I think he knows what's going on. He's wrestled pretty much everywhere. 550K a year, 40 dates. He's allowed to work the NWA and New Japan. I don't see how anyone could pass that deal up. That's oh, he's gonna he's gonna make a million dollars. Yeah, between between all that, between merch, between yeah, he's gonna have a good year financially. He'll make he'll make five he'll make five fifty in merch. P- possibly pro wrestling days. That's that's a lot of merch though. Yeah, I mean, young bucks do it, and he's better than them. Yeah, but now all the now all the AEW fans are gonna turn on him and not buy his merch. Oh, yeah, because I forgot he personally, he personally insulted them that he did not go there. But in all seriousness, I don't think the door for Marty and AEW is closed. Um, AEW said they're open to working with anybody. And I don't watch Being the Elite, but I've been told by people that Marty has been teased there heavily in the past few weeks. So I don't think that they would tease him 
and then not deliver. I think they all know something we don't. I would not I wouldn't be surprised if he never turns up in AEW, but I also wouldn't be surprised if he shows up next week, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, but would you be less surprised if he ever turns up if he did and never turns up there than if he does? I would be more surprised if he didn't at some point. Honestly. Just because like In some way or another. Say what you want about those guys, but those guys are usually good at delivering what they tease if they could control it. Like obviously if someone gets hurt or, or something, that's like out of their hands, but if they could control it, they're usually pretty good at delivering what they tease. Um, but yeah, it's interesting to see that uh, Marty's going to take control of the book. Um, apparently the free show in Baltimore was his idea, and a lot of the stuff we've seen in the past few weeks on Ring of Honor have all been from his brain. So Delirious will still be working with him on a, uh, I guess, kind of a side-by-side capacity, like... They'll, they'll both be pitching ideas, but Marty's appa- apparently the head booker be, at the end of the day. Be one end all Marty is? That's, that's the word on the street is. Um, that's good. But yeah, g- uh, good signing for Ring of Honor, obviously. Um, Might be a company saving signing. Uh, they brought out the checkbook, and a lot more people are automatically interested in Ring of Honor. Now they know he's sticking around long term. Myself included. Yeah, uh, so we'll see where it goes. So now the... Controversy of the weekend. Tessa Blanchard had quite the interesting weekend. Oh, hell yes, she did. So it started on Saturday when she put out a tweet claiming that women need to be more positive to women. And when women are positive to women, amazing things can happen. And ironically, I don't know what the exact what the opposite of amazing things are. I guess awful things. That's what proceeded to happen to her over the next five or six hours. It didn't happen to her. Something she brought on herself, apparently. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I, I guess that is the problem. A car word. accident where someone rear-ends you is a bad thing that happens. But if she never sent that tweet out, tweet out that's no, yeah, it, it would never happen. And we'd, we'd be celebrating her. We'd be celebrating her right now. Celebrating her. Yes, I had my belt on upside down, and it was just killing me. <laughs> Ever happened to you? No, because I don't put my belt on upside down. It was it was twisted. But uh, no, she. It's the racism. That's going to bring this down or not? You don't say. Yeah. I mean, you, you're saying being racist makes you a bad person? No, I never would have thought. No, listen. The bullying... Yes, I am saying that. <laughs> dear God. But the bullying, you have to be a certain... You have to be a certain level of a bully, I believe, in this business. I disagree. That's in the argument. Indies especially. That's, I disagree. That's in the Indies argument. especially. It's not 1999, dude. It's not, but it's you, 2020, but dude. The competing for spots are still there. It's still the same. It's still those same fucking spots you're competing for. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I think Tessa Blanchard I mean, automatically has the leg up. You could, be a, you could be a bully without being a dick, but... <laughs> dude, literally, you can't. Yes, you can. That's impossible. You can, use, you can throw your weight around for a little bit without being an asshole. Throwing your weight around isn't being a bully. Being a bully implies personal attacks, and, like, I think you're confusing the definition of bully. Oh, yes, me, the fat kid who liked wrestling. There's not, there's nothing, there's nothing about the bullies. But, yeah, but everyone who was bullying you, it was personal. They were making fun of you. <laughs> uh, like, I don't, yes, it's impossible to be a bully without being a dick. That just doesn't make any sense. That was one of the most hurtful things anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> but, like, I don't understand. <laughs> It was personal. They were making fun of you. A very aggressive you, you go. Well, because I, your statement just baffled me. It's literally impossible to be a bully without... Like, you can't be a bully without being a dick. I... 
I guess you're right. I'm not. You know, you're right. I submit. I get what you're trying to say. Like, you got to be competitive and like. But you know, you know what I'm get, saying. Do what you have to do to get the leg up. But that's not bullying. What she did was bully people. Allegedly, what she allegedly did was bully people. And she allegedly spit in uh, Puerto well, Rican wrestler's a, face. That's another. That's another. Called her the N word. That's another entirely worse issue. That's, that's yeah. You can live. I, with, you can live with the bully. Yeah, the bully. Like everyone knew she had a shitty attitude. Yeah. Why WWE didn't sign her? Like. Or maybe WWE knew more stuff that we didn't. Well. I don't know how true this is, but there's all, there's been a rumor for a while that she got into an argument with her then boyfriend Ricochet at the performance center. But I don't know how true that is. The timelines don't really add up because he wasn't there until 2018. But I read that on the internet, so it must be he true. He was there in 2014. <laughs> we went, we've gone through this. Yeah, we've gone through how much of a fool you are. Yes. Um. But yeah, I guess let's I guess let's kind of break it down. Um. She tweeted the tweet about women being positive to women, and then Chelsea Green and Allison Kay were the first two to hop on board. Um, Chelsea Green said that she was bullied, and Tessa tried to hold her down. And then um, Allison Kay said that while in Japan, she spit in the face of a Puerto Rican wrestler and called her the N-word, which that Puerto Rican wrestler later said did happen. Um, several other witnesses said it happened. Isla Don said that uh, Tessa Blanchard was an asshole to her. Um, Shanna from AEW chimed in saying that it happened and then Big Swole had the most interesting tweet where she said that she talked to Tessa about the incident which is very interesting because Tessa said that the incident was such bullshit that she's not even going to address it on her Twitter so the fact that she's lying about it allegedly, if it, you know, I, I still want to cover my bases here. The fact that so many people are saying it happened, Big Swole's even saying that she talked to her about the incident. I think that's not as big of a problem as racism itself, but it's still a giant problem that, like, she refuses to, like, try. Because I get, like, you know, people can change, but if you're still trying to vehemently deny it, then. Definitely. No, we've been over this, and you were proven wrong by Siri. And I was astonished. Who says what? What do you? How do you pronounce it? Vehemently. Where do you get that from? Do you see how it's pronounced? Do you see how it's spelled? That doesn't mean shit. That's true. Tongue is spelled weirdly. Yeah, but Isla is pronounced Ila. <laughs> He's still, it's Isla. He said. Oh my! Isla is pronounced Ila. Her name what is, is Isla. He, what is she? Ila Dragunov now. I like him. Who doesn't like him? He must post. All right, could continue. Um, so then, yeah, her Saturday wasn't good, but her Sunday, uh, she won the Impact World Championship. Um, and yeah, so where do you think? Where do you think happens from here? Can't even. You can't even celebrate it with her, which I would have liked to, because I thought she was. She's an incredible wrestler. Yeah, she's great. Racist or not racist, she's an incredible wrestler. Uh, she. Unlike Terry. Unlike Terry. Unlike Terry. Unless he's in Japan. Put it in reverse, Terry. But uh, I just think people are saying they should have changed plans. You can't change plans there, especially with just being alleged. And it looks pretty pretty strong case right now. But I just don't think they could change plans. I think the best way was to do it and show up after. Do you flip her heel now, though? That's the question. I think you have to. Because you're going to get booed out of every building in the, in the, in the country. I hate, who, I hate that I can't remember who it was because I'd really like to give them credit. But someone on Twitter had such a great idea that she should, uh, they should do a double turn with her and Sammy, and her new character should be just putting women down, 
and like I saw the same tweet. It would be the cheapest heat, and it's kind of tasteless. But goddamn, that'd be good. Half or anything, anything good in wrestling is tasteless. I guess, but I'd be like knowing Taka's great. He's a tasteless stereotype. <laughs> well, well, at least he's really Native American. Is he? Yes. Well, not like Muhammad Hassan though. He was he was he like Italian? Yeah, Muhammad Hassan was Italian playing an Arab American. Poor bastard. That's completely different. And that Arab American character morphed into a terrorist character later on, which is a whole another episode Ginger, that we could talk about one time. Ginger's Canadian, but he's at least has some, you know, uh, Indian in him. Like his parents are Indian. Literally, literally, Muhammad Hassan was an Italian guy from New York. That's funny as shit. <laughs> That is funny as shit. Italians are very tan, though. I could, I've, I have a lot of Italians but in my family. and If you are a woman out tan. there and you want a men's championship, go to Pro-Am Belts. Tony, tell them about it. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, um, Pro-Am Belts is the premier destination for custom championships. What do you mean if you're a woman and you want a world title, go to Pro-Am Belts? I, that was so sexist. I said if you like, you like misogynist. Tessa. You didn't say like Tessa. You just said if you're a woman and you want a title, go to Pro-Am Belts. You want a world championship? Only one has done in history. And it was yesterday. I mean, any shit by that. Calm down. Two days ago. Two days ago. Okay. Jump around timeline Tony here. Yeah, wink, wink, wink. Um, yeah, way to ruin this ad. Um, I but, didn't ruin it. You could have just kept. I could. I could just get thrown it to you and without you yelling at me. So if you want a custom championship belt, go to Pram Belt. Male or female, if you want a custom championship. You belt. shut the fuck up while I'm trying to do business here. Yes. Use promo code TBT fifteen off to save fifteen percent off um, your custom championship belt. No matter what the occasion, Pro-Am Belts is the premier destination for custom championship belts. So once again, that's TBT 15 off to save you 15% off your order for your custom championship belt from www.proambelts.com. And when we come back, we'll have the War Report. We'll talk about AEW and NXT for the week and what we thought was a better show. So stay tuned. Support for the War Report on Champions Advantage comes from Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. It's officially 2020, and you know what that means. New year, new me, new balls. So listen up. Harry Bushes, they're so 2019. If you're going to pick any New Year's resolution this year, make it be one that you can actually achieve. We all know you're going to stop going to the gym in February. You're not going to eat right by March. In April, you're going to give up doing your yoga every day. But How about you, we talk about somebody else but me? <laughs> so, but, but you don't have to give up on trimming your hairy bush. I, I know even you could stick with that one. I can stick with that one because I, I hate being uncomfortable. And hair down there makes me very uncomfortable. So your New Year's resolution this year, let it be to take care of your junk. Manscaped makes it easy with their grooming products. Um, you have any manscaping stories? I know you're, you're my oh, go-to I have too with many. the sound bites. All of these are 100% true, too. I have nicked my nuts too many times to count. Uh, you know, you put a notch in your belt, I put a notch in my sack. That's disturbing. But it is some of the razors that I used to use were tough, and then old trimmers, and I have to be honest, I, I would always fall in favor of using a straight razor for shaving that area because you never got a good shave with trimmers until the Lawnmower 2.0 came out, and it is the most comfortable, most effective shave 
on my satchel that I've ever had in my life. And what you just said, right, that right there, that's exactly why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Lawnmower 2.0 has skin-safe technology, so this trimmer will not nick or snag your nuts. I'm going to use it later today. And Manscaping accidents can finally be a thing of the past. And don't use the same trimmer you use on your face that you use on your balls. That's just dirty. And yeah. we've all done it. I, we've all done it. Whether you, whether you, Reluctantly, I will admit that. Whether you can. We were in college. Was cheap. You can't buy, be buying two razors for no. different areas. You, gotta, you just got to make do. But with the Manscaped's wonderful, inexpensive pricing, it is fantastic. And there's one thing Manscaped offers that is the most underrated product in the history of product. Would that be the Crop Preserver? It would be the Crop Preserver, but I'm not even talking about that right now. Crop Preserver is up there with the all-time greatest inventions ever. Right next to NFL Red Zone and cigarettes. But, I'm not endorsing that cigarettes. So. Okay, no, honestly, NFL red zone and popcorn machines. But uh, I think I get down with that. Uh, it, it there's the 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 ball wipes. Okay, are yeah. the most fantastic thing ever created. You, you know, you're feeling a little fresh. New Year's Eve, I used one. I I kept one inside my suit pocket because I was out at our local casino having some fun in New Year's Eve. You know, drinking a little, sweating, uh, getting down and dirty on the dance floor. I wasn't, but I thought that was okay. And, you know, I popped in the bathroom, pulled one out, wiped up, felt fresher than a meadow on a spring morning in Colorado. So if all that sounds good to you, what you're going to want to do to get 20% off and free shipping is go to manscaped.com and use the promo code TURNBUCKLE. You heard me right. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the promo code TURNBUCKLE. And we want to thank them for uh, helping us bring you the war report each and every Tuesday. So now let's get into it. AEW Dynamite NXT. A lot to talk about here, so let's get started. Okay, so NXT opened with a little recap. Or I'm sorry, AEW opened a little recap of Hangman Page being drunk for some reason and not That's cel- his new thing. That's and, like his new gimmick. And not celebrating with the rest of the elite after last week's show. But then the first match was Omega and Page versus Private Party. Uh, the most wasted tag team in the company. If you might, don't mind me ask, adding that. You mean like wasted as in like lack of use, not wasted as in drunk? No, but maybe that too. Okay. I mean, they do have the they do have a, They do have a shirt that says, this ain't water. Yeah, and, and that I actually really like that shirt. It's almost as good as the Street Profits, like, Coolio oh, album like 90s cover 90s R&B cover? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a great shirt. But, uh... Those two guys I really, really like, but there's one thing I can say about their matches that I can criticize. It all looks too fake. I mean, could, you, could you get with me on that? It looks real rehearsed. And I'm not saying it's necessarily their fault, but every match I've ever seen in them have looks looks like a dance instead of a wrestling match. Yeah. I, I Yeah. Is And I think Mark Quinn is one of the most impressive athletes on the planet. Like, the height. He hits that. He hits that shooting star press. He has, gets more height than I've ever seen anybody ever get on it. Yeah. And uh, I think they have an awesome finisher that they've completely buried. Uh, but how, which, what did you think of the finish of this match? If you want to tell the people what it was and then and then have them and I'll react to that. Um, hang on. I'm confused here. I'm fucking – I'm going to keep, keep talk for like five minutes. Okay. So after uh, – some regular wrestling, uh, some missed spots. They look kind of choppy, which which is what I'm talking about, and they have to fix. Uh, they uh, Omega hit the one winged angel, 
uh, in a buckshot lariat, and Omega got the pin one, two, three. So they were Kenny, Kenny and uh, Hangman were celebrating. Uh, Kenny's actually been the one that Hangman's been kind of with no problems with, but they did have a couple spots in the match where they were. Colliding, classic yeah, wrestling Ken, tag teams. Kenny and Hangman have been the regular tag team in the game, <coughs> which is a strange spot for both of them. But that's, I'll I'll be open to it. I'll see yeah. what it's leading to. But and they, they did they did clash at some points during this match. Though. Yeah, they're, they're in their way each other's way, but they're singles wrestlers, so I get that. It's just yeah, they had some miscommunications. I uh, so do you think Private Party should have won here? Depends. I mean, if they're going they're, for, like, why? I don't understand how a victory for the Elite furthers this breakup storyline any farther. Well, I don't think, I think they they're, it's, they want to do a slow burn, and if, I guess, with hindsight, we know that they would announce that Fatal 4-Way tag team match that's coming up this Wednesday for Bash at the Beach, where the winner gets a uh, tag title shot, and Kenny and Paige are in that, so I guess that's the reason why they went over. That'd be my assumption. But this is a fun match. Um, I get your point about private parties matches, but I'm just kind of at the point where that's wrestling in 2020, and I know that that's wrestling in 2020. So I just kind of no, 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 no. I, I can't, I can't agree with you with that. If that's wrestling in 2020, why isn't people on other channels and in this promotion doing it? And, and I'm not saying it's oh, against, people are. I'm not saying it's against them. People are, but all that shit looks real it. rehearsed. Like Matt Riddle versus Adam Cole did not look like that at all. Well, you can't. Yeah, every match doesn't look like that. But that's that's just, what if they can just tighten up a little. It annoys me. But it's not. It's not. It's partially my fault for like watching wrestling for all these years and seeing it. Because when I see it, it pisses me off. But if I if I was let's say too ignorant to not see it, I wouldn't care. So that's, well, no shit. What you know, the you know, fuck? You know, you know what I mean, though. Shit, shit. I don't notice doesn't bother me either. What the but, fuck? Uh, when I just when when I when I notice it, it annoys me. But. I just think they're good. I just think private parties being a little wasted. They I don't think they've won yet, have they? Yeah, they beat the Bucks in the tag tournament. You're right. They did. They, 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 they won a couple matches. No, they won a couple matches. Um, so that was, like you said, that's what opened uh, AEW. So what did you think about your boy Dustin Rhodes and his brother Cody taking on the Lucha Brothers? Because I enjoyed the hell out of this match. I loved this match. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. And in opposite, in opposite of the heels, usually leading the match, I think Dustin and Cody kind of stirred this match away. Oh yeah, yeah. Because when the Lucha Bros, Lucha Bros tend to just kind of go off the rails sometimes and do their own thing. And like, I get it. They're used to a Lucha style in Mexico, and now they're having to work more of well, the style they work kind of depends on who they're facing. But in this match, at least, they had to work more of an American style, like. This might be the first time I ever saw like the Lucha Bros in like a hot tag spot because usually in their matches yeah, they, they just slow it down. Usually yeah. the entire match is a hot tag. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. Usually yeah, the yeah, entire match. Yeah, Pentagon tagging it from inside the ring and yeah, all kinds of shit. Yeah, but Dustin's always been one guy to steer a match. Yeah, absolutely. That's, 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 he's just that good. Absolutely. And it's, he has the nicest destroyer in the world. Although I wish he would stop doing it because I hate that move now. Movies just become so bastardized. Yeah, I know. I know. It's just And it's not just an AEW thing, it's a WWE no, it's, thing, it's, it's, it's a everything. Yeah, it's just like what 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 happens? What 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 was another move for a different era that had the same thing? It happens. Reverse Ranas a few years well, ago. That's, that's still this era. Yeah, but a few years ago reverse Ranas were all the rage. If they still are. They're still on in every fucking match. That's true. But 
I thought this was probably the best match in the show. Yeah. And because I just I just love tag team wrestling. A great night for tag team wrestling. Yeah. Not just on this show. Uh Dustin is like I said, he's my favorite. He's great. He's just so good working in the ring. But that was uh that was that. I mean, what happened after the match immediately with MJF, right? Yeah. The MJF cut his promo. Um DDP came out. Uh uh, DDP basically went back and forth. MJF, DDP after put, plugging everything, every, he's ever been, yeah, every project he's ever been involved in. Um, MJF tweeted in the ring during the <coughs> promo, which was fantastic. MJF is the best thing right now about anything. Yeah, that's definitely a, you can make the argument. Yeah, he is fantastic. But then the bell has to ring, and he still has some work to do there. But he's getting there. Yeah, but he's he way way overcompensates for that. I with. think I think there's a reason he hasn't been in too many matches. Yeah, no. they, they know his strengths and they that's know his fine. weakness. That's no, fine. I'm not that's saying, fine. No, I'm not saying. it's yeah. I'm not saying as it's much a as I criticize this 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 company. That's fine. If somebody has weaknesses, hide them. Yeah, that's what you do until that's they what you're fix supposed them. to do. Yeah, but make sure he fixes them. There's a reason Goldberg didn't have 20 minute classics every night when he was in WCW because they knew what he could do and they knew what he couldn't do. Um. So the end of it led to a match being made for next week. It's DDP, QT Marshall, and Dustin against the Butcher of the Blade. I almost said the Butcher of the Blade and the Bunny. The Bunny's not in the match. It's the Butcher of the Blade and MJF. Um, so we got to talk about it. Just two days before the show aired, the big show made his return. And I don't want to say AEW Twitter because it was part of WWE Twitter too. But a lot of people were unhappy about this, saying the big see, show. Most of what I thought was was how I was happy to see Paul. Yeah, I didn't. It didn't bother me. I love the big show. Like, what else is he gonna do? But a lot of these same people that criticized the, I believe, what's the big show? 48, 49? 50. Call it fifty. Uh, but they loved sixty-two year old DDP getting announced for a match next. I week. think he's sixty-five. I think he's sixty-two. Pretty sure he's 62. We're, we're going to find this out. Okay. Because this is important, I guess. It is. But, uh, no, it's, that's just wrestling Twitter. Oh, I know. But uh, what's, what's your thoughts on DDP? He's 63. Match? He'll be 64 ah. in April. So you're both wrong. I was yeah. closer, though. It's the old Price is Right rule. Closest without going over. Yeah. The, the old Mountain Runner rule. When, when, won the showcase. DDP is, he's, was he ever really that good? He was super over. He was over, but he was never that good. But like I don't think he, that same I don't think those same crowds that were showing up in Atlanta are showing up in Jacksonville doing this shit. I'm trying to think of where Dynamite is this week. Oh, it's Miami, <coughs> Beach. Yeah. Well, that's close to that's close to Atlanta, kinda. Oh well, no, it's very South Florida. Isn't Miami the like the most southern part of the Basi- country? Basically. Basically. Isn't yeah. it below sea level? Like <laughs> Jesus. I was in Miami. It was a lovely place. Well, we might be staying there for fucking Tampa for Don't even get me started, please. Like, please. I don't. I can't. I got too much on my plate right now. Yes, but uh, MJF uh, and DDP for dear God. Um. So yeah, I guess let's talk about it. We gotta talk. Oh, about here it. we go. So Chris Statlander challenged Riho for the women's world championship. Um. I don't even know where to start with this thing. The match itself was fine. It was. I didn't. I did. Mediocre I, at best. But it was fine. It I, was like, a I, had no, match. I had no issues with it. Um, but let's get into the nonsense. The Nightmare Collective came out. First of all, Brandy was on commentary and called Excalibur Exhibit, which got a gigantic pop from me. Me too. And she asked the question that I'm sure a lot of people are asking. 
why the hell are you wearing a mask? When Excalibur had the best reply I've ever heard. He explained it. I think... For I th- a fucking time. But it was a ridiculous explanation. I think he was trying to be serious. Oh, no, he was trying to be serious. He said he grew up in the Lucha Libre culture. He did. He, he was a mass wrestler. He's from Southern California. I guess there are a lot of Hispanics in Southern California. Oh, yeah, that's not a place to find any Hispanics. But I don't think Excalibur is one of them. No, his name's like Martin. So, I don't know. But the mass thing never really bothered me. I know it bothered a lot of people. But the mass thing never... I could care less. I don't give a shit. It doesn't bother me that much either. But, um... So... Following... But he got so offended. He's like, he's like I, was, I was raised in the literature culture, and that's just, I continue to wear the mask. So, Brandy interfered, then Awesome Kong interfered, then Mel interfered, interview, interfered, Jesus Christ. Um, but then... She came out saying a wonderful live rendition of Nothing Compares to You. Yeah. But then, the big thing happened. Emerging from underneath the ring. Literally, the big thing happened. Emerging from underneath the ring. As Chris Statlander was uh, turning down... Joining the Nightmare Collective. Yes. Um, now, Doc- the ref was distracted for, I swear to God, 15 fucking minutes. Yeah, I don't... But that's another thing. Like, it's wrestling. Shit's gonna happen. Yeah. Just gotta... At least they... Because there have been times where they didn't distract the ref and shit just happens. That's true. So, at least, no matter how poor the effort may have been, at least they distracted the ref. So then, Dr. Luther emerged from underneath the ring. And this wasn't as good as the Butcher and the Blade, but once again, no. Because he wasn't wrong. Because he wasn't wrong here. We wasn't wrong about the Butcher and the Blade either. It was different because they, they those, this Doctor Luther wrestled as Doctor Luther before. The Butcher and the Blade wrestled as the Butcher and the Blade. Where the indie scene? We thought they just made those names up. Yes. No. And the Bunny. No, she's been the but she was. They've been the Butcher, the Blade, and the Bunny. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, so you really thought, like, at the spur of the moment, they just made those names out? Yeah. Jesus. That's, that's, no, they, they were, they were the Butcher of the Blade in, like, Buffalo area. N.E.W.? No. I, maybe. But that's not, that wasn't, like, their main base. Oh, okay. I, I, I didn't know of them. I knew of the, I knew of the, the Super Smash Bros. before they were around. And they didn't even change, the Super Smash Bros. got their names changed. These guys didn't even get their names changed. Yeah. They were still the Butcher and the Blade. Um, but once again, everyone is clueless on who this was when all of a sudden Excalibur blurts out. That's Japanese deathmatch legend Luther. He didn't even call him Dr. Luther. He just said, that's Japanese deathmatch legend Luther. He looks like such a fucking weirdo. Well, that's kind of the point. He looked like a perv. That's kind of the point. Oh my God. He just just popped up out of nowhere. I want to know whose fucking idea this was. I presume Brandy. What? This whole thing just seems like a Brandy Vanity project. What the fuck? Dr. Luther, for those of you who don't know, is a Japanese deathmatch well, person. Well, everyone knows. Excalibur oh, yeah. told Excalibur us. Excalibur told him. But he's also Chris Jericho's best friend. Yes. Him, Which, Jericho, imagine, imagine Jericho, him, him, and, Jericho and Don Callis, Don Callis walk into a fucking bar. Which I'm sure has happened many yes. times. And Lance Storm, too. Lance Storm did not walk in any bar. Oh, yeah, he did. With the, yeah, Lance Storm, Lance Storm was a pussy magnet back in the day, bro. He was definitely a DD. He probably was. You're going to be serious for a minute. But uh, what the fuck was this? This was the worst thing I've ever seen on a wrestling show. Wow, that's bold. I don't know. It was just like. This makes, this makes Bailey, This Is Your Life look like 
the world championship match between Mankind and The Rock on January 3rd, 1999. Wow. That's bold. This segment was... Terrible. But that's not over. No, the match keeps the going. The match keeps going on after yeah, match... five minutes of this nonsense. So the match just continues. They just go back to doing moves. And then eventually Riho picks up the win. And, like, this whole thing is just... And, by the way, uh, Hikaru Shida and Britt Baker were sitting front row the whole time. Um, Hikaru Shida looked concerned and actually made the save along with uh, Sunny Kiss. And Big Swole. And Big Swole. While Britt Baker just sat there apathetically, so she's going heel, it looks like. Which is good, because after that promo last week, she's dead as a baby face. Oh, yeah. So, her going heel, I guess, is the right move. But this whole thing was just... Just a nightmare. Pun, Literally. Pun intended. Pun intended. Pun intended. I it, was, it was a collective nightmare. I can't wait to see this train wreck this week. Is this, this, this fucking thing going to talk? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Oh, Okay. Go I, to think, your, I think Brandy's the mouthpiece for the whole group. Gun to your head. So you have Brandy, Awesome Kong, Sinead O'Connor, and this fucking guy. <laughs> uh, and this fucking guy. Who was the next person to join this guy? How, how dare you disrespect the great Mel. Mel. This bitch ripped up a fucking picture of the Pope on Saturday Night Live. Do not tell me that that's not Sinead O'Connor. It's, it's Mel. But... Who's the next person that joins this fucking group? Hopefully nobody. Oh, you know what's going to happen. Hopefully so who, nobody. who is it? This, this, this is going to be like the LWL. Trying to think of who else doesn't have any hair. Brandon Cutler. He's bald. Oh, I think he's already in the dark order. You can pull double duty. What if they all, what if they all join? The, the extremely dark order. The dark nightmare collective order. Oh, God. The order of the nightmare collective. Oh, evil Uno marries Brandy. <laughs> Should that go over well in the Rhodes household? Uh, Luther becomes a creeper. I think he already is a creep. He's, when I look up creeper in the dictionary, I see Luther. He looked like something from a Scooby-Doo fucking movie. All right, so just to sum it up, because we got to get off this. AEW can't let personal relationships dictate its direction. Well, it's not like that's an option anymore. They do. But it's not this too This fucking guy's on TNT! It's not too late. You can still save it. And by save it, I mean kill the angle. Yeah, just stop it. Yeah. Stop it now, as Mike Dicker would say. <laughs> I just... It's... Dallas Page, QT Marshall, and Dr. Luther are pushed figures on this show right now. Combined age of 193. And, like, it's not even about their combined age. It's just, like, you got, you got a lot of good young talent. Like, and... who's, who's a single star that could be using they have? Kip Sabian, Kip Joey Sabian. Janela, which they're setting up to feud with each other, it looks like. Yeah, for the real life. Yeah, for the which I guess is cool. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. But they have tons of talent. Like, I'd like to see Luchasaurus have a nice singles run. I mean, um, I'm assuming we will get that. Oh, yeah, I'm sure we will eventually. Uh, Trent's had some nice singles matches recently. There's just uh, there's so many other people that they could be pushing. But we got to get the Dark Order, the Nightmare Collective. I don't know. And... Japanese deathmatch legend Luther. So the in-ring main event was Jurassic Express, uh, Marco Stunt, Luchasaurus, and uh, Jungle Boy against Best Friends and Orange Cassidy. It was a match. I it's a fine match. I really enjoy. I really enjoy Luchasaurus. Yeah, he's great. Love his work. Thump the kid. That's not gonna happen either. No, it won't happen. But they should because I can't. Think of, I can't like. I can't watch him with him there. 
But the main event segment was, will John Moxley join the inner circle? And I loved this segment. I thought this segment was very well done. I thought it was as well. Uh, so John Moxley comes out. He says he doesn't give a shit about cars. He doesn't give a shit about money. He gives a shit about running the wrestling world. Then he pauses and he says, that's why I'm joining the inner circle. They all go nuts. They break out the bubbly. Takes it was off. great, too. They're, they're walking around the ring. He takes off his jacket. He, con- he has the inner circle t-shirt on. And then conveniently, Guevara and Hager start walking around ringside and talking shit to fans when all of a sudden John Moxley breaks the bottle over his head. After he gets the keys to the car. Yeah, he has the keys to the car. And then throws them into the audience. And then, was, and then like, I'm starting to believe we're not Tony we're not Shadiq Khan's real keys. I doubt they were the real keys. I highly I, doubt I, I doubt they were the real keys of Shadiq Khan's Ford GT. Shadiq? It's not Shadiq. It's Shadiq. It's 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 not Shadiq. It's not Shadiq, it's Shadiq. It's S-H-A-I-I-D. That's Shahid. Oh. <laughs> Shad. It was Shad. Yeah, it's Shad. That's what they call him for short. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, I thought his full name was Shadiq. Sadiq. No, it's S-H-A-I-D. Oh, okay. I'm going to have something new every day. Yeah. He's got an Shadiq. awesome yacht. But anyway, I wish... My only complaint is the pay-per-view is until the end of February. I wish they would have, like, let it drag on a few weeks. Let Moxley be in the inner circle for, like... Let Moxley be Moxley for two weeks. Let Moxley, like... Kind of like what they did with Orton and the Wyatt family, but obviously for not as long as they did with Orton and the Wyatt families. I think lasted months. Um, and then hopefully Jericho's house wouldn't get burned down at the end. But... Wait, could you imagine how flammable his house is with all the liquor inside? Oh, it's probably... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I wish they would have let it drag on for a couple weeks, but I guess that's just kind of a nitpick. Uh, there was stuff I enjoyed in AEW, but man, that Nightmare Collective segment was so bad. And again, for that reason, it's not my winner. Well, let's get into NXT. Way to spoil the grand finale of the ending of this segment, but there you go. Sorry. So, NXT, um, kicked off with the women's division. The top six performers in that division were all in the ring. Io Shirai, Candice LeRae, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Tony Storm, Kaylee Ray. Can I say one thing? Sure. What a fucking division. Yeah. Holy hell. Yeah. Like, you don't think about it until they were all standing in the ring there. And, like, holy hell, look at the talent in that fucking ring. Yeah. You have... And they're all young. I mean, except Shayna, who's 90, but... And, like, this wasn't, like, Mia Yim wasn't out there. Dakota Kai wasn't out yeah. there. There's still a lot of good pieces that weren't out there. Uh, Tegan Knox wasn't out there. Piper Niven wasn't out there. Like, this, this NXT slash NXT UK women's division is very good. Um... It's probably the best division, not women or men, in the entire country. In the country, yes. It's not, it's not, uh, I'll, I'll talk later about my favorite division. Well, I can't wait to hear that, and I think I know the answer. But So, um, they quickly made a six-woman tag out of the women in that match. Um, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was what it was going to be. Yeah, that's the part I mean, where you talk about. It kicks off. It kicks off of uh, it kicks off the new the new up the road to WrestleMania, uh, Portland and uh, probably there'll be a, there'll be a match at Portland, right? And I prob- assume so. And probably a match at Mania. Well, you're so. getting ahead of yourself. There's a match at Worlds Collide. It's oh, which Rhea Ripley, Ripley is that by the way? The next Royal Rumble. You're right. Rhea Ripley taking on Tony Storm for the NXT Women's Championship. That will be at Worlds Collide the night before the Royal Rumble. So then we can move on to take over Portland. And then take over Tampa and so on. So there's a chance that three of these women are getting matches. Yeah. In the next four months. Yeah. So uh, that's just a good way to kick it off. It's it's kind of it's not it's not gonna say boring, but it's kind of 
run of the mill, but that's just how wrestling is sometimes, and sometimes it's the right thing to do. So there's something you really liked, and that was the Tommaso Ciampa promo. He basically said he loves the NXT Championship and the promotion it represents. He believes Adam Cole walked in, stole a life that's supposed to be his. He wants it back. Great promo. Saying, I, I'm not, I can't do it justice. He kept saying... He kept saying the amount. He kept saying the amount of days he was champion. Yeah, I trust me. I cannot do this promo justice. You have no, to go watch it. It was fantastic. Um, but that was basically the, the bit of it. So out comes Johnny Gargano. Um, he comes off. He talks about Finn. He says that he got the same phone call in August. Um, Gargano was offered to join the main row, which makes sense because he did a curtain call after a takeover Toronto. So everyone kind of assumed he was going to go up to the main roster. And he declined it. He said he stayed here because he actually loves this place. He means it, unlike you, who's just spouting bullshit. So looks like we will finally get Finn and Gargano, probably at Portland. And this is good. It did a kept building to that match. Um, I think like Johnny's consistently banged up because he has not worked a lot. No, he's, he's been hurt for years though. I guess that's kind of that's his thing. He's been hurt all last year. <coughs> so up next, a man that kind of is the prototypical WWE guy. Austin Theory comes out as a squash match. Um, he's got some. He's got some potential. He does. He's new moves though. He should be a heel because he. I look at him and he has like a very punchable face. And it's just, I don't know, I just look at him and it's like, this fucking, he has that Guevara thing about him. Like, you don't know what it is, but you just want to fucking punch the guy in the face. Yeah, Guevara's got an extremely punchable face. Yeah, and I think Austin And I believe he beat DJ Z, right? Yeah, he beat Joaquin Wild. That's a great DJ name. (laughs) Um, So then Kushida's tag team partner for the Dusty Classic was announced. It is, in fact, Alex Shelley. So the time splitters will reunite. And matter of fact, they already have reunited. They worked the house show circuit this weekend together, which was a nice surprise for all those people in Pittsburgh, Warren, and Buffalo. So next, my favorite thing on the show, just for the absurdity of it, a Matt Riddle promo when he talks about how Pete Dunne became his partner for the Dusty Classic. He said that he, quote, he approached Pete and he said, and I quote, hey, Pete, you're a bruiserweight. I'm a bro. Dusty Classic. Then he says he hit him with the Pete special, which is like the sad face shrug. Then he hit him with the bro special, and then the broser weights were born. And I love them, and you're right. They're going to win. Yeah. Hopefully we get a time splitters broser weights uh, final. But I also like an undisputed era time splitters final because they had great matches in Japan. But that's besides the point. What about Gallus undisputed era final? Well, that was the first round match. I know. Okay. I, I, I was... I'm going to say Gallus time splitters, but... Okay. Well, Undisputed Era faced Gallus in the first round of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. It was champions versus champions. Undisputed Era got the win. Fun match. Um, I guess Gallus would get their big moment later in the week, so this loss didn't really do a whole lot to hurt them. No, and the Undisputed, the Undisputed can't lose right now. The other Dusty Classic first round match... The Forgotten Sons take on Imperium. Imperium got the win after the European bomb. Fun match. I enjoyed it. Um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big Marcel Bartel fan. Yeah, he's great. But this, they were both two matches. I'm looking forward to the more than the ones this week. Yeah. Because I just want to see the time slotters back in, back, in, back in action. Yeah, it'll be very cool. Then, of course, the main event, number one contenders match, 
for the North American Championship. Keith Lee taking on Cameron Grimes. There's take, taking on Dominic Dijakovic taking on Damian Priest. Um, Only one person could have won this match, and that person did. Well, that's contradictory to what you're saying. You keep saying he's getting the big belt, so that would mean he wouldn't win this match. Because it seems like he might get the North American belt instead. You, 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 took, uh, you took me out of it, though. I did? Yeah, because Ciampa has to be the next champion. There's no, yeah. there's no other way you could go. Um, I thought the match was good. Uh, Keith Lee using Dijakovic, uh, using uh, Priest, excuse me, as a weapon was quite entertaining. He did the uh, rise up spot, which seems to be his new trademark. Or, you know, he just rises up in the camera frame. That looked great. The first time they did it, it looked great. It first time they did it was perfect. I, every time they do it now, it seems a little forced. It's, yeah, it's devalued. Yeah. I just think the first time was so perfect. Oh, yeah. The first time you ever did it with Finn was fantastic. Was that at Survivor Series? No, that no. was that was him versus Finn versus someone in a triple threat. I forget. Maybe maybe Riddle. Maybe, I don't know. It was some triple threat. I forget who the third guy was. Ciampa, I think. No, it was Finn, Ciampa, and Keith Lee. Number one contenders... Because then, uh, then Finn won and he faced Adam Cole. And then that's where Gargano cost him. So, um, yeah. I thought neither show was bad, but I thought neither show was spectacular. But overall, AEW made, had that fucking Nightmare Collective segment. So I think NXT has to win just for that alone. Um, but, yeah, I thought both shows were enjoyable for the most part. Yeah, it was... It was- AEW came out their best episode ever. Yeah, and yeah, and that's why I was kind of I'm giving a my win. disappointed. I'm giving my win to NXT as well, just because of that incredibly bad Doctor Luther, Doctor Luther segment. Honestly, if that segment never happened, I probably would have went with AEW because I like the Moxley stuff. I, I might liked, too. I like the Omega Page private party match. I like the MJF promo. Dustin and Dustin and Dustin, Cody versus that was, the. the uh, but that man, that goddamn nightmare collective, and it went on forever. It wasn't like it was just like a five minute segment. No, I, I believe, I believe someone like on Twitter timed it. It was like sixteen minutes. Yeah, it was like seventeen minutes. And it's, holy shit, that was that was fourteen minutes too long. Yeah, so NXT has to get the win. Um, I don't even know what the records are at this point. I know you said you'd go back and calculate them, but I don't know. We're in week fourteen, but we didn't count the last two weeks, so I guess this would be the thirteenth decision. So I was think I was. Five, four, five, and one? Because that's only ten. Five, six, and one? And I I had three for AEW, so that would make me? Uh, eight and three. Eight and three? And I, was, I think I'm eight and three for NXT. And I was five, five, six, and one. So now I'm five, seven, and one, and you're four and nine. So Nine and four. Well, AEW goes first because we yeah. always review it first, and NXT goes second, so you're four and nine. That's true. You're right. I'm four and nine. Yeah. And I'm, I'm absolutely four and nine. I gotta get a light bright and take care of that. Yeah, we gotta start tracking these because we're. It's, it's just gonna be like week four forty, so then we're. I know. Then we're just gonna be clueless. And then we're gonna be, we have no idea what's going on. So coming up next, we will give you our thoughts on NXT UK Takeover Blackpool number two. Thoughts. And then we will get out of your hair because your boys go to work soon. NXT Takeo- UK TakeOver Blackpool 2 took place at the Empress Ballroom in Blackpool, England. Exactly a year after the first one, right? A year after the first UK tournament, not a year after okay. the first. I was going to say, wasn't it like June? No, it was January. But it was, it was like a, I think it was a week prior or something. Maybe it wasn't. Let's see when the... 
Maybe you're right. I think you're right because the last – yeah, it was exactly a year because it was because this year was on a Sunday. That's right. I don't know why it was on a Sunday, but it was. It's actually a perfect setup. What's it do to every year? Well, they probably don't like, they probably thought it would, it would be a great idea to lead into the NFL, which was a great idea. So. Yeah, you know people are near TVs. Yeah. So the opener, Eddie Dennis defeated Trent Seven in eight minutes and fifteen seconds. I'm just gonna say it. I don't. I don't get Eddie Dennis. I don't get it. I think I've said this every time he's at a match. He's bizarre. But I just don't like. He's tall, but he's not big. Like he's not a monster. No, he's not. Although he did hit one of the gnarliest spots I've ever seen. Dude, that racist egg. My only problem with the show. Um, why it wasn't the finish? Just, just like, it should have been the finish. Hundred percent. Should have let him just get counted out there. But, but you gotta, you gotta hit him with your move. This move sucks, by the way. It does. Did you see when Trent Seven uh, hit the suicide dive and waffled the security guard? Oh, he crushed him. That security guard was like holding his head for like the next ten minutes. He was. He crushed that poor bastard. Yeah, that was like the guy in Wilkesboro got a Mysterio thrown at him by <laughs> Joe. Joe launched Mysterio right at a security guard right in front of us. It was wild. It was awesome. But. I enjoyed that spot, and the match itself was fine. We had to see Trent Seven go for a floating bro. Yes, it was so nicely done. <laughs> Trent Seven doesn't get enough credit. He really is a don. Like, his mink coat he came out in was Dude, awesome. He, he's a fucking god. He's an absolute fucking god. Oh, wow. Any baseball fans out there, the Astros manager and GM suspended for the entire year. Really? Yeah, for the World Brad Series. Brad Osmus? Yeah, for the, for the scandal. Oh, my God. That's huge. It's a big penalty. But anyway, back to this. Um, it was fine. I, I Like I said, I love the Razor's Edge spot. Like, I don't know if that guy that got, like, hit in the crossfire was there to, like, try and break the fall or if he was I just... Did, like, he was... He threw... It looked like Dennis threw him into him. Yeah. So, they, so he had to be there to, like, he, break like, the fall. That, like, that had to be his job. Because if he wasn't there, Bro, that could have been... He break his fucking neck. Yeah, it could have been bad. That was wild. That, yeah. I just... I can't believe that. Yeah. I almost didn't believe you when you told me. Trent Seven's old and fat. He does not need does not need to be doing that. But it was they did it as safely as they possibly well, could yeah. have done it. It was a great spot. It, it looked was. Really great to the eyes. Yeah. It looked devastating. Yeah. I, what did you think of Eddie Dennis's mask? I hated it. I actually hated it. He's getting it's a dragon because he's from Wales. <sighs> yeah, I got it. I didn't didn't like it though. Not not a big Eddie Dennis guy. I'm yeah, I'm with you. He just doesn't yeah, does I, nothing I for me. I don't know. I don't. It's not even that he does nothing for me. I just don't get it. Like I don't. It's like Hager. Like I, it's like Danhausen. I don't dislike Danhausen. I just don't get it. I don't. Know. I, I understand. I understand that. But uh, that just should have been the finish. Let him, let him get let let Trent get calling out from there. But I thought it was enjoyable. Oh, I didn't. excellent, excellent. So the show picks up from here because everything else was phenomenal. Yes. Um, Kaylee Ray defeated Tony Storm and Piper Niven in a triple threat match for the NXT UK Women's Championship. Went 13 minutes and 10 seconds. Um, Piper Niven watching her run wild is real fun. Tony Storm. He's hit, really good. Tony Storm hitting the Storm Zero on Piper was awesome. Um, Kaylee Ray almost hitting the gory bomb on her was also awesome. Um, I don't think Kaylee Ray gets enough credit as a heel. Like, if you want to see how good of a heel she is, watch the the prime t- the prime target takeover. Oh, so good! Oh, I have to say, if anybody from that show is listening, those things are phenomenal. Don't think, they, don't think they are, but if they are, did you watch the Glenn are, thing? I just asked you that before we start recording. And you didn't answer me. I just didn't hear you. No, did you watch it? I didn't. Did you? No. I'm gonna watch it after you leave. I'm gonna go to work and then I'll watch it eventually. I'll probably watch it tomorrow morning. Um, but yeah, this match was great. 
I I knew Kaylee Ray would win in a chicken shit way just because it's WWE and that's how every heel wins every triple threat match ever. But I thought Tony would eat the pin. But I guess with Tony challenging Rhea Ripley, they want to keep her strong. So Tony had Piper beat, but Kaylee Ray booted her in the face, stole the pin, and Kaylee Ray retained the NXT UK Championship. Right decision. Yeah, I, I thought they were going to put it on Piper. Too early. I agree. Too early. But uh, Piper impressed the fuck out of me. Up next, perhaps the match of the night. Obviously the match of the night. Perhaps a match of the year contender. Don't know if it was better than either match at Wrestle Kingdom that we so that we glowed about some. Although, you didn't like the Okada-Obushi match nearly as much as I did. But, no, I did not. But this match was certainly up there with Osprey and Takahashi for me. I don't know yeah. if I'd say it was better, but it was a banger. Different Tyler, kind of match, though. Tyler Bate defeated Jordan Devlin in 22 minutes and 25 seconds. Bate must pose. Um, Jordan De- Devlin has so many moves I've never seen before. Like, it's just... He's so good. The fact that he was trained by Finn Balor and looks like a mini Finn Balor continually scares the hell out of me. Um, he's going to do big things in this company, but he can't be the top heel while Walter's still around. So I get why they went with Tyler Bate because, like, I think this might be a hot take, but Tyler Bate might have to be the guy to beat Walter. He might have to be. I think, like... Him or returning Dunn? Well, I think Dunn's done, no pun intended, in NXT UK. I think NXT America's his home now, but... I think Tyler Bate might be the guy to beat Walter because he really is. Like, when I think about NXT UK, he's the first guy I think yeah, of. he is. He is. It's Tyler Mania. He is Hulk Hogan of NXT UK. You know what I'm saying? He's just that He's that prominent. Um, but, yeah, I, I love this match. Oh, it was so great. Um, what are the odds Randy Orton steals that setup for the cutter that Jordan Devlin had? Do you remember that? No. Go back and watch the match. Jordan Devlin does, like, the sick cutter setup that Randy Orton is 1,000% stealing for WrestleMania. I'll have to watch it. Um, incredible match. Uh, just back and forth. Tyler Driver. When when uh, I Devlin, loved it. When I Devlin actually kicked out of the first match. Tyler Tyler Driver, the place damn near exploded. Then uh, Bate kicked out of Devlin's finisher, and the place is just ungru- unglued. So you want about British crowds? They're very passionate. They are. They they care. They, they, I like their fans. I really want them to get a pay per view. They're not. They're not. They're not. They're not cunty. Like most wrestling fans are. Well, we'll see if you keep that up in the next match because they did your least favorite thing in the world. Uh, being oh, take your shoes off of you, Gibson. I'm over that one. It's not my least favorite thing in the world anymore. Okay, well that's good to hear. Uh, my least favorite thing in the world right now is uh when they go too sweet. Well, every crowd does that. Every it's crowd does a, that. I hate it. I not, hate it's it. It's a British thing. You you seem now aggravated against me when I see it in person. Yeah, but uh. That was Tyler. I love the finish of this match. Wasn't enough, and then he just got up. He went, yeah, I love how he. Just, oh, how he got to the top rope. Was yeah, awesome. he fucking he like, hurled himself to the yeah. top rope. Yeah, and hit uh, a corkscrew. If you want to call tap. it spiral tap. Yeah, and uh, I don't know why, but Triple H in the balcony. I was cl- I was laughing hysterically. It was so funny. Just like Triple H. I, I didn't balcony. know Johnny State could still stand up. Stop it. Oh, by the way, I had Sid Scallop looks like Stingy from Lazy Town. Oh, my God. And I will show you a picture, and you will not unsee it. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Something about Triple H clapping in the balcony made me laugh hysterically. And he was and generally I clapping. I don't him. even know what it was. It was just, like, he was pointing at him, and it was just, I don't know. Triple H makes me laugh. <laughs> there he is. There's Sid Scallop. <laughs> Did you just say Sid Scallop? Yeah, it's his name. <laughs> it's not his name. It's but. his fucking name. 
Up next, a Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Ladder Match for the NXT UK. Put your phone away. A Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Ladder Match for the NXT UK Championship. Went 25 minutes even. Gallus, Mark Coffey, and Wolfgang defended against Imperium, Fabian Eichner, and Marcel Bartel, Grizzled Young Veterans, Zach Gibson, and James Drake, and Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. What do they call themselves? Uh, South Wales Subculture. South Wales Subculture. Big pop for uh, Imperium's entrance. How they were the placed, ladder was the third they placed, member of They replaced Walter with the ladder. <laughs> they were on the side. It was so perfect. They were standing so it's symmetrical to each other. That's, that's what they do. It was so funny. The mat is sacred. It is. Um... I don't know how they're going to do ladder matches for the rest of the year because this ladder match at everything. Yeah. Um, had technical things. It had the well ladder as a weapon. Insane ladder spot. And multiple, multiple ladder spots. Yeah, it doesn't say insane ladder spot. Which one? The uh, one. Well, yeah, there was the, the doubles. Uh, it had Mark Coffey breaking a table just by being laid on it. That will be on Botchamania. Um, but they improvised very well. That double, that double senton was wild. Um, we had the European bomb through a ladder. Oh no! Or no, they were going for that, but then Wolfgang came out of nowhere and speared him through a ladder. Um, typical ladder bridge spots where they had a ladder bridge between the ladder and the ropes, and people were taking bumps onto that. And it was just, it was just chaos. Um, didn't see, didn't see Gallus retaining, but I'm not mad at it. I'm not either. I thought Imperium was going to take it. Yeah, purely for what's coming up at Worlds Collide, but this one of the matches where you can't really go spot by spot. Um, that was funny. Yeah, that was funny. Um, but it was quite the match, quite the encounter. I was a big fan of the color coordination. Um, one of my biggest pet peeves is when tag teams don't want to match in gear. Everyone had matching gear in this match, so it was uh, good, very good, very professional. And yeah, Gallus retained. Well, I I didn't see it coming. I like Gals. I like Gals more and more every time I see them. Their theme song is a bop. It is. And uh, this was great, but it's set up for what's coming next. So the main event, Walter taking on Joe Coffey, went 27 minutes and 30 seconds, and it was for the WWE United Kingdom Championship. I tweeted this as this match was going on. I could watch Walter wrestle every day for years and never get bored. Just, just a fucking... Ha- brick shithouse that is Walter and like he's really good at a lot of facets of wrestling like he's no yeah he's the mat is sacred to him he's a very good technical wrestler he has great power spots like he's no fucking he's not ricochet but he could do some he could do a top rope splash and make it impactful um he won by submission so he has a submission game there's one thing I think you'll agree with me too uh and he's better at than any other wrestler on the planet. Well, that's that. Every single thing he does looks like it hurts like hell. Yeah. When he fucking laid in that single leg Boston Crab uh, towards the end of the match, I believe he, he, it's transferred into the SDF that he tapped on, uh, I thought he was going to pull Coffee's leg off. And everything he does means something. Like, you know, a lot of guys will hit a move, then pick a guy up and hit another move. And if you think about that, it doesn't really make sense. No, it's a like, pain. Why would, you, why would you knock a guy down just to pick him up and knock him down again? Like, Walter doesn't do that. Once he knocks you down, he'll grab a hold. Or he'll go, a he'll go for a pin. He'll do something. He won't just, like, pick you up and hit another move. Like, everything Walter does means something. Um, he'll chop the hell out of you. Like, that one choppy hit, I thought the fucking... Just knocked him down. I thought it was going to cause an earthquake. The one, so no, loud. the one he hit on... Uh... 
Who interfered for them? Oh, Dragunov. Yeah. He, he looked like he did Dragunov 45 feet into the air. Yeah. Should mention the ref bump. Walter hit a flying dropkick on the ref, and that ref took... <coughs> like a champ. Like, I saw someone say, like, oh, that's a great sell by the ref. I don't think he was selling. No, he got kicked by Walter. Yeah. That, that, was, <laughs> that, that was a sell. I don't think he was selling. I think that was just a legitimate reaction. Shit. Yeah. I, had a, I had a joke to make, and I didn't make it with the proper time. I was going to say the latter between Bartel and Fabian was L-A-D-D-E-R, all caps. But That would have flopped somebody. I'm flopped. glad he didn't say it. It would have flopped. But, uh, yeah, that I loved that ref bump, and then... And then, uh, and then the uh, Alexander Wolf came out. I couldn't think of his name for some reason. The guy from Sanity. The guy from Sanity. And then Draco Malfoy came out. And the Dresden then, Hatchet Man. The Dresden. Uh, what a what a name. What a great nickname. And Ilya Dragunov came out, and Walter spiked him into the ground. Yeah. I like the I like the Joe Coffee leg thing too. Yes. Yes. How how our uh, Dragunov pushed uh, Wolf into Coffee's leg. Yeah, yeah. And that's how he ended up losing the match. Because apparently they did. So they wanted to let him look strong. Um, so I saw a lot of hate for Joe Coffee on the internet. And like people like stopped playing him in the main events. I thought he was fine in this match. And I thought he was fine in the Dunn match. Besides that like one box where they both went flying off the top rope and almost killed each other. I agree. I don't know what the problem but is. I thought Joe Coffee was more than fine in this. I like Joe Coffee. I like Gallus. Me too. I don't know. A lot of people. I don't know. Joe Coffee gets a lot of hate from a lot of people. He, you know what? You know why? Why? Because he's not fatter than he is. He doesn't have a dark mask on. Because he's from. Because he's from the United Kingdom. and He doesn't drink tea. Correct. Absolutely correct. You missed your opportunity there. You could have rehashed it. It'll come back when, it's, when it needs to be. Um, but yeah. Then after the match, the post match is what got everybody fucking humming. The undisputed era came out of the crowd and attacked Walter and uh, Wolf and. Undisputed Era, end of the night, standing strong as the Europeans cheered them on after they just beat up the Europeans. So, wrestling fans are indeed fickle. Breaking news. Fickle! So, give me your grade for NXT UK TakeOver Blackpool 2. I am going to go B+. Everything was solid. Bait and Devlin was very good. The ladder match is very good. I think B+, is a very fair grade. B+. But because this is this was fantastic, yeah. But it was not as good as the other two, which I gave A's. So, yeah, that's fair. So, I mean, this was great. I'm not. I think this is not. I'm not saying this was not as good as the other two. Is this one was worse? This one was great. The other th- the other two were outstanding. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So what do you what do you see for the future of NXT UK? What's your what's your outlook on the brand? It's doing just fine. But I do have a prediction that we will talk about next week. Oh, teasing the people. Because next week is our Rumble prediction show, right? Yeah, we're two weeks away. We're two weeks away. I can't wait. I love the Rumble. I know you love the Rumble. Yeah, so next week we'll have a preview of Worlds Collide. Hopefully, let's see what we got on tap for Worlds Collide right now. So we have three matches announced. We have Imperium, Alexander Wolf, Fabian Eichner, Marcel Bartella, and Walter taking on the Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, Roddick Strong, and an eight-man tag. We have Rhea Ripley versus Tony Storm for the NXT Women's Championship, and we have Finn- oh, it wasn't dragging off the Walter chopped. It was it was Fish. It was Fish because he landed he landed one he landed one on Fish before they get they started. Oh yeah, before he, they, he, yeah. he landed a crusher on Fish. And okay, go to the third one. And Finn Balor versus Isla Dragunov. I'm actually fun. I'm actually be fun, but hopefully by next week we have more matches announced. Although. We come out Tuesday and NXT is Wednesday, so maybe we won't have more matches announced. I don't know. Only one way to find out. 
tune in next week. So when we come back, we will give everyone, we'll tell you where to find everyone else on the network and all that good jazz. So check out the rest of the Turnbuckle Topics Network. Um, on Mondays, it's Top of the Rope Wrestling Radio with your boy Gil, and you can find him at Cuda underscore Junior. And you can listen to his show every Monday on CBS Sports Radio Baltimore and later on the Turnbuckle Topics YouTube channel and all of its video glory. Tuesdays, it's us at Champions Pod. Wednesdays, it's the Bearded Wrestling Podcast with at Bearded Chris P, Chris Panero. He's the man. I'm sure he will have his thoughts on the Impact pay-per-view as he is the Rootinest, tootinest, impact man in the West. On Thursdays, we have the rundown with at Ron underscore Musto underscore Junior and at Lynn's Be Honest X. Um, I'm sure Lynn's will have some thoughts on her boy Marty staying with Ring of Honor. Follow the entire network, network at TT underscore for you. And before we go, we want to tell you about our friends at Fight TV. Um, coming up on January 24th, just two days before the Royal Rumble, NWA presents Hard Times. We'll crown a new NWA television championship, and that is a beautiful championship. You're title. buying it, aren't you? I don't know. I got I got enough on my plate right now, man. Yeah, I know. I got way too much on my plate right Trust now. Trust me, me too. Um, so Fight TV is your premier stop for all of wrestling. They have Ring of Honor on there You're with your Honor Club subscription. It's compatible. Impact with your Impact Plus subscription is compatible. Arguably the hottest indie in Game Changer Wrestling, GCW. We'll be attending Joey Janela's spring break if we ever make our way to Tampa, which is in question right now. Um, they also have mixed martial arts and boxing. So Fight TV is the place you want to go for all of your combat sports and wrestling. And we'll have a couple of giveaways for hard times. The main Turnbuckle Topics page will have one, at TT underscore for you. Ron runs that page, and he'll have all the details on how you could win a code to enter to win hard times but your boys will also have a code to for hard times so stay tuned to us at champions pod and we will tell you all about how you could watch hard times for free which should i guess make it not hard times and make it good times no hard times is when a man works for 30 years 30 years and you give him a watch was it a rolly at least no no that is pretty hard times rest in peace dusty you're forever the goat and we'll see you next week which is the one year anniversary of the bet and you want to know how many bets you've paid up? Four. Cerro Miedo. Actually, a lot. You're of, right. I have no fear. I have no lot, fear. I no, have no have, fear to pay. You up. have a lot of fear because okay, had, I didn't want to get arrested. There's a difference. We would have paid your bail. I don't. I still don't want to get we arrested. Paid, we would have paid your bail. I, you wanted me to sit in a Philadelphia County Jail dressed like that. Actually, I did, but I'd need someone to film it though. Oh God. All right. So we'll see you next week. Peace. S-